know, I haven't talked about Bach yet, or about any major composers. I think that would be a very good idea. Hello everyone, I'm Pedro Graterol, and this is Notes, a podcast about arts, culture, politics, and music. And today's episode is going to be about a musical piece, a violin piece by Johann Sebastian Bach, the partita number two in D minor from the six sonatas and partitas, BWB 1009. The contribution of Johann Sebastian Bach to the world of academic music is so monumental that it is plausible, and in fact very common, to divide the history of Western music in half, using his lifetime as a reference point. In fact, some scholars believe that the entire Baroque period of music ended when Bach died. The Eisenach-born composer is a link in a long chain of musicians, which included his father, Johann Ambrosius Bach, and his children, of which several became famous composers, like Johann Christian Bach. Thomas Kelly wrote that Bach was able to synthesize the major musical styles of his era, from a vantage point in the territories that that later became Germany. In fact, he never left those territories, but it's also important to highlight that Bach's synthesis is not mere imitation. Bach was able to enrich the existing styles with masterful counterpoint. Thomas Kelly also states that Bach enjoyed writing music that had a very limiting set of rules and that requires very specific procedures. Because of this, he thoroughly enjoyed working in complex fugues and other advanced counterpoint structures. I think if he had lived today, he would probably enjoy making sudokus in newspapers or would be like learning different coding languages and be creating really cool apps. Peter Goodman argues that Bach's musical life can be divided in three major creative periods. The first one of which was spent as an organist in Weimar from 1708 to 1717. The third one from 1723 until his death in 1750, when Bach was in charge of music education and religious music in Leipzig. There he focused his creative output in choral work, including 200 cantatas and masses. That's a lot of stuff. In the middle of those two periods, he was a composer for Prince Leopold of Cusen, who encouraged Bach to write secular instrumental music. Here, he wrote his famous six Brandenburg concertos and the six partitas and sonatas which were written in 1720. Balinus Schroeder claims that the first draft of these works may have been written while Bach was still in Weimar. These works are one of the biggest contributions to the history of instrumental music, especially for the strings. The reason for this is because they pushed the technical possibilities of the violin, which was starting to come of age in the middle of the high Baroque period as a serious instrument. The structure of the six sonatas and partitas puts a sonata and a partita in a set of three pairs. The sonatas follow a traditional sonata da chiesa form, while the partitas are more loosely structured and resemble suites from different countries. It is uncertain when was the first time these works were performed. It is known that Bach was a very successful keyboard and a very good violinist player. So, it is believed that he may have performed these works. However, what it's known 
means that the beauty and the complexity of these works was not fully understood until several years after Bach's death, and were considered in their first printed edition in 1802 as complex technical routines that students could do to improve their violin playing. The piece that I wanted to talk about today is the second partita from that cycle. This one follows a French dance style, and it starts with a powerful allemande, a traditional German dance, which is then followed by a fast-paced corrente, which features quick shifts between binary and ternary rhythms. That means that it changes quickly between two and three. It feels sometimes like a waltz, and sometimes it feels like a march. The fast-paced movement is then calmed down by a sarabande, a slow-paced dance of Spanish origin that places a strong emphasis on the second beat, and it's balanced by a fugue, a fugue, no, a fugue that is full of melodic sequences. The work is then concluded with the Chacon, one of the most monumental pieces ever written for a string instrument. And the legend says that Bach wrote it when he realized that his first wife had passed away. That's really cool to believe, but there's not a lot of historical evidence to back that up. Still, this piece has been able to inspire passion and fear for generations for its incredibly demanding technique and extensive length, because it's a theme that's taken through 30 different variations. It's really nice. Well, this takes us to the end of the episode. I really recommend to you to listen to Partita because now with this information I think that you're going to be able to appreciate it more and as always sources of the information used are in the description and this podcast was made using the platform Anchor I hope that you have a nice day and see you next time